You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Heart and Soul. Uh, today, I am joined via Zoom from the West Coast um, by Lainey Schwartz, who is a recipe developer and the blogger behind Life is But a Dish. Um, so basically, she is gifted in everything that I'm not. <laughs> I <laughs> suck at cooking, suck at it. And I'm really actually excited to dive into that because I... I mean, I work in like the health and wellness space, um, but like one part that I'm not very confident in is um, cooking and (laughs) um, my, well, we'll get into that, but thank you so much for joining us. Welcome Lainey to Heart and Soul. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I didn't know that about you. So, oh my gosh, you're (laughs) going to be shook by my eating. Not, not just like i it's not that I eat non-cooked food because thankfully I married someone who enjoys to cook. Um, but like before him, I ate very, um, simply, simply. (laughs) I I ate, that's a very beautiful way of putting it. I would eat cereal or maybe like Uh a frozen meal or, uh, takeout, but like anything that, when it comes to the kitchen, I just don't feel confident at all. So I'm actually really excited to have you on, um, just to kind of dive deeper into that, but let our listeners in, um, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Lainey and I am a food blogger. I started my food blog, Life is But a Dish, almost eight years ago. By the time this episode comes out, will pretty much be my eight year anniversary, which is crazy. Um, I was formerly an elementary school teacher. So teaching is really my first passion and food. I've always loved between eating and cooking. And I grew up around really amazing cook, just home cooks, my mom, my grandparents, aunts, uncles. And so once I kind of went out on my own, I started to have to cook for myself and I really fell in love with it. And when I started my blog, I learned, I quickly learned that there were a lot of people just like you who didn't naturally enjoy cooking or have the confidence to get in the kitchen and make something. And that's really when my two passions kind of came together. So teaching and food were kind of blended as one. And because of how social media is and the internet and everything, I'm able to really reach so many people and help build people's confidence in the kitchen, which goes so far beyond just feeding yourself a meal, but having confidence in that area just trickles out into your relationships and into your life and into your health. And so I really love what I do. And I just feel lucky that that's my job. Yeah. You know, well, thank you so much. I really never um, thought about that as far as like how the confidence trickles out into other areas of your life. And I'm starting, I think I'm starting to realize that this year I've really never been like, I've always been okay with like not knowing how to cook or not being mm-hmm. great at it. Um, but this year I have a son and <laughs> I, it changes, it Everything changes, changes because yeah. I want him to like, I want him to have like the proper nutrition and yeah. I want to like know what I'm feeding him. And mm-hmm. I realized, you know, for the last 33 years, like I didn't really know all that I was eating and yeah. 
And like, to an extent, like I was totally okay with that. But there's something about like raising him where I do feel like less confident, not in motherhood, but more so like I, I want to be more confident in that moving forward, just so that I can feel like empowered in that area of motherhood. Um, So think about like for you in fitness coaching and in that, you know, that space of wellness, think about how confidence plays a role for people who are able to, you know, get a workout in or sweat and how it's not about how you look, but it's really about how you feel. Yeah. And it's really no different in the kitchen when you're able to make a meal that doesn't have to be complicated, but that's delicious and tastes good. And you eat it and you feel excited or your family eats it or your kid eats it. It just, it feels good. Yeah. And I like the, I love the idea of of like taking out the complication of it too, Mm -hmm. because my husband, he's a, he's a very good cook, um, Mm -hmm. which is very helpful. Um, and he loves to cook. Like he really uses that time as like he, when we were single before we had the chaos of like a screaming baby in the room, like Mm -hmm. he used to call it like his time of like, um, like almost like creativity where he can just like make things up almost like his art, (laughs) for sure. Um, make, make up recipes or, um, almost have his like me time, uh, Mm -hmm. just like a glass of wine cooking and kind of like separate the rest of the evening from work life and just like have that like smooth transition. I will say it's like less smooth when, you know, there's the stress of like a kid kid. tugging on you, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but it is really, um, when I say going back to like the not complication thing, like last night, for instance, he made pork chops, um, Mm -hmm. and roasted some carrots and some sweet potatoes. And that was it. Like, it wasn't like, this extravagant meal, but at the end of the meal, and this is so funny that this was just last night and I'm interviewing you today. I looked at Mm -hmm. him and I was like, I really enjoyed that. Like that was really good. And he was like, Oh, like, thanks. And I'm sure that I wasn't doing that to like toot his horn, but I'm sure that made him feel good of like, Oh, wow. Like I provided Mm -hmm. something for my peeps, you know? Yeah. It, it, it does make a difference and it is nice. And thing, I mean, think about it when somebody compliments you on anything, but when you put the effort into it, even if it's small effort, just to make some pork chops and roast some vegetables, if you do it well and people enjoy it, that feels good. You feel appreciated and loved. And also like you, you help to nourish your family. So it can be, it can be really simple. Yeah. I always, um, reflecting on my years with, um, an eating disorder, I, like one of my biggest regrets from that season of life is like how much my relationship suffered because so Mm -hmm. much of, um, relationship building is centered around food and like sharing a meal with someone or socializing by having people over or inviting people Mm -hmm. into your kitchen and sipping on a glass of wine while, you know, pizza's being made in the oven or something like that, or even going out to eat. And, um, like I really regret those years. So I think it's really cool what you're doing in the sense of like making it something that people can not only strengthen, you know, their bellies, but also their relationships. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's food is my whole life. And I think in a positive way, but it really does bring people together, friends, family. Um, and it just sets an example, even within your own you know, immediate family with kids, 
the more often you can come together for a meal, even if it's 10 minutes uh, to do that, it, it just, it sets a solid foundation yeah. for life. I mean, I know it sounds dramatic, but it, it really does. Yeah. So I really, I really believe in it. Okay. So for someone like me who knows nothing about yes. cooking and like the most I've ever cooked is like a frozen pizza or macaroni and cheese for my son. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are some like, what are some things I can do to like overcome the fear of just like starting a meal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, my first question for you is, do you, like you said before that you were okay with the fact that you, you know, that that's how you ate and there's nothing wrong with that. And I would never say to somebody who's genuinely okay with, with eating that way and who doesn't really care, I would never say, oh, you need to learn how to cook, right? You need to, yeah. you, you need to, you need to want to know. So my question for you is, do you have interest and do you want to learn some things? Because if not, you're, it doesn't, there's anything I say, isn't going to matter. No, that's a great question. And I will admit prior to having my son, no, I had no, no. interest, but yeah. now I actually do because when my husband like will travel for work or like, I'm just thinking of like, what if my son, like when he's older has, you know, friends over and they want to have like yeah. a spaghetti night or something like just to be able to like provide that for him and his friends. I really, I really do have an interest yeah. okay, <laughs> in learning <great. laughs> now. Um, but if you would have asked me a year ago, I would have said no. that's it. No, it's a great answer. And it's honest. So that, that works. Yeah. Um, so I would say, I mean, this is so cliche and it's so silly, but honestly, you just, you just start. Right. And so what does that mean? There's a million different ways that you can just start. So with social media, with the internet, the way that it is today, if you're able to find someone who, whose style of cooking that you like, or whose recipes look good, or somebody that you trust, whether that's me, whether that's another food blogger, whether it's Ina Garden, maybe you know who that is, maybe you don't. Um, okay, so she's a big uh, Food Network person. Okay. And so I used to watch her cooking shows on uh, the Food Network before there was social media, and that's how I learned to cook. So I loved, and there's a million of those Food Network shows, and there was something about her that really grabbed my attention that I just loved. It was simple, it was the way that I like to eat. And so finding somebody that you're like, oh, I want to eat like that, or I want to cook like that. Or when you watch them, it doesn't make you feel overwhelmed. Like, oh, that's, those are weird ingredients and find someone that you can really relate to in the kitchen and just kind of start learning from them. So again, I think why, so my whole style is it's really just simple, approachable recipes for the everyday home cook. I also have two young kids. So I've been through the season and they're now eight and 10, which are still little, but I've been through the toddlers tugging at you and, and cooking is hard. And sometimes, you know, as someone who loves to cook, I definitely have gone through seasons of not loving it because life is just hard and it, it, it became unenjoyable to yeah. sit and make a meal when my kids are screaming or whatever it is, but find someone that you can relate to and maybe try a recipe, try something really simple and see how it turns out. The nice thing about my job and being a food blogger and being on Instagram and being able to interact with people is that people can reach out and ask questions. And, um, I actually really enjoy those relationships and those conversations. So there's a lot of people making recipes on the internet. There's not a ton of people who are really teaching people the whys and, and why you do this and how to do it. And so there's a lot of people who have 
questions that they're really embarrassed to ask because they feel like I should know how to boil pasta properly. And I don't know how, and I have a question, but I've never asked it because I feel like I should already know the answer. Those are the questions that I love. So any question, if you're listening to this and you feel too embarrassed to ask a question about cooking, ask me, I won't make you feel bad. I will empower you and I will explain it to you. And you'll quickly realize that just like you said that your husband did, he just made roasted vegetables and some pork chops that it really is so much easier than you're building it up to be in your head. So just go, just, just try something and see what happens. Yeah. There's a lot of correlation between that, between what you do and what I do, because I, I think a lot of people go into fitness with that same mentality of like, I have to go big or go home. And then they end up not enjoying the movements. And when you don't enjoy the movement, then you're not going to do it again, or you're not going to want to do it again, or be, you might be too intimidated to go to a group class because those are the types of movements that you genuinely don't enjoy. And so I think often when, when you're scrolling through social media, cause I like to follow a lot of food, even though I don't mm-hmm. know how to, to make it because food is, it's exhilarating to like watch yeah. someone cook a meal. Yeah. It's cool. Like a reel where they go by really fast and they like lay out all the recipes or lay out all the ingredients of the recipe. I think like sometimes when I watch those though, I'm like, that's so many things. And I yes. like, I wouldn't even know where to find the right this in the grocery store. Like I would have to Google that. And so like, it is kind of refreshing that you can take that shame away from people when they enter the kitchen and just kind of be like, Hey, I don't even know how to boil water. Teach me, teach me how to do that. What, what kind of pan do I use? What kind of pot do I use? Like, um, so there are actually, sorry to interrupt you, but you were you are the person that I create. I have a program that I created literally for people like you. And I have a a very close friend who was the same way. She was like, Lainey, I don't know how to do anything in the kitchen. And I was like, come on, that's not like, that's not real. Someone who just, it kind of came naturally for, I just, I couldn't understand that. And so it was a big wake up call. And she was like, there's, there's gotta be so many more people who were just like me. And I was like, I don't know. And I started pulling my audience and really digging deep. And it turns out there's so many people who feel that way. Yeah. And so I I literally created a program for people just like you and just like her who don't even know what pot and pan to use, who don't know the first thing about knives or don't know anything about chicken breasts or roasting vegetables or how to make pasta actually taste good. Like they're just all the really basic things. And so I created a course called Cook with Confidence, which is which is just an eight module program that literally walks through all of the basics. So starting with organizing your kitchen and what pots and pans to have and what spices that you really need and just really stripping it down, going over basic knife skills, going over basic chicken techniques so that it's really technique based so that when you see a recipe or you see one of those reels that looks all fast and, and difficult, you're like, oh, I understand. I understand the technique behind cooking a piece of chicken on a pan versus in the oven, because you're not just following a recipe, but you're actually learning life skills. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to definitely have to check that out. Um, So if you were to like, let's say someone were to slide into your DMs and be like, I know nothing like you, 
what would be like the top 10 things that you would say, like when you go to the grocery store, have these ingredients? Yeah. So I, so in that program, and also I have it as a free download too, but um, I have like a basic pantry list. I have like a more, uh, more robust pantry list and then a basic pantry list. So if you have a pantry that is fully stocked with things that you like, so starting with basic spices, you don't need 10 to 15 spices. If you have salt, pepper, garlic powder, maybe some oregano and thyme, like you can make delicious food with those four or five things. Um, so I find that most people have a pantry full of expired things, things that they yes. use once and never use again. So we really kind of clear all of that out to make room for just a few things that you're going to use all the time. Yeah. Um, so again, on that list are like things, you know, depending on what your diet is and what you eat, you know, things like pastas and rice and quinoa, different grains, um, having, you know, canned beans and tomato sauces and just things that you can open up your pantry and then go into your fridge, grab a protein, grab some vegetables and make a quick meal. So I don't know that it's necessarily, I have like a top 10 things, but really having a well-stocked pantry at all times and then shopping from either your freezer with frozen meats, if you, you know, are eating chicken, steak, whatever it is. Um, and then just fresh produce. And between those three, between your freezer and your fridge and your pantry, again, if you understand how to roast something in the oven, you can make a full meal just with that one skill. Yeah. There really is nothing more frustrating, <laughs> but also more like consistent in my life than like not using groceries. Sorry, my dog's right. working. Someone That's probably okay. came through the door. Um, I'm going to let them. Oh, it's Amazon. Yay. Um, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, another order. No, speaking of clutter, um, just like opening <laughs> up my pantry and like I did this yesterday. There's expired uh, little snack things for my mm. kid that like if you were to bite into it, it's just like stale yeah. and hard. And I'm like, uh, like it would be so, it would be so freeing to like take your course or just to like declutter and like mm -hmm. have things in there that you actually use. Because on the flip side, there's nothing more satisfying than like finishing the sweet potatoes that oh, you want, yes. you know, so and good. like I ate them all, I ate them all before they went bad or like yes. a, a thing of strawberries. Like there's nothing more satisfying. I mean, like I ate every single strawberry all in the there. Straw before they yeah. started molding. <laughs> yes. Well, so, and you use the you use the word freedom in there and that's awesome. that's often a word that I hear from students who have gone through that program and whether you go through the program or not um but it, just having that kitchen freedom. So being able to go in there and not feel, you know, locked into a recipe that if you look at a recipe and you don't have this ingredient that you just throw your hands up in the air and feel like, "Oh, it's not going to work. I can't do it. I don't don't know how to make substitutions, but you just feel free and creative. And sometimes you just need some help, you know, just like in fitness, maybe you get a personal trainer just to kind of get you going. And that's yeah. really kind of how I picture myself as just like your cheerleader and your teacher. And then once you have it, it's like, oh, you've unlocked that freedom and you can just be creative and, and do what you want. Yeah. And really like with anything in life, like you have to, everything in life, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And it always starts with knowing nothing like motherhood. Like I didn't yes. even know I knew, well, I literally knew nothing. So yeah. like 
breastfeeding or formula. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know what that was, but now if you were to ask me, I'd be like, got it. You just right. have to start. And yes. the same thing goes with anything in life. Like in order to create that consistency, like you don't always have the motivation to do it. So you kind of just yeah. have to choose to do it in just the beginning go. and then it becomes yeah. more natural. Exactly. And the more, and confidence is a skill. So some people are like, oh, you're so confident. Like not to me, but just in general, if you, you view someone who seems confident that it's because it's something that they've worked on. So if you're just going to sit and think about learning how to cook, if you're going to sit and think about going to work out, you're never going to build that confidence. But the second you go to a workout and feel really good after you, it, it sparks something and then you do it again and again and again, it's the same thing in the kitchen. If you try something, you might fail. In fact, you probably will. And that's okay, but you'll learn from that mistake and you just keep building, building, building. And you can absolutely build your confidence in any area yeah. of your life. Confidence is a skill. I love that. Um, yeah. that might even be the title of the episode. Um, <laughs> that's a Mel Robbins. I heard that from Mel Robbins. So I don't take credit um, for that. <laughs> well, we, we quote you Mel. Good job. <laughs> we quote you. <laughs> Kudos to Mel. Um, okay. So you personally, what is like your favorite meal to cook? Mm. People ask me this all the time and I never have a good answer because I'm so the type of person that, well, I guess it's anything dinner. I love dinner is my meal. Like I'm not yeah. a big breakfast person. Lunch, I just kind of grab stuff, but dinner is like my jam, but it really depends on my mood. Like sometimes I could be really into pastas or a chicken dish. Um, sometimes it's a great big salad with some something gr- on the grill. It, it really depends. It depends on the weather. It depends on the season. Um, currently my most favorite thing I'll say I have um and it's called a no fuss lasagna so I love lasagna but lasagna is very tedious to make it takes a long time and that is not my jam there's tons of dishes and you have to boil the the noodles and it's like it's a whole thing and I one day just tried I was like I don't feel like boiling noodles I'm just going to take them straight out of the box and I just layered everything without cooking anything prior covered it, baked it in the oven. It took me 10 minutes to prep and then just stick it in the oven for 50 minutes. It is so delicious. It's one of the most popular recipes on my site now. And I make it every week because it's so easy. You can add veggies to it, whatever you want. You can saute meat, add meat in if you want it. So it's super versatile. You probably have all the ingredients already on hand and it just, it's delicious. So I would say my no fuss lasagna is is very popular right now at my house. I'm going to try that. And I like the name of it. No fuss lasagna. Yeah, no fuss. Good. Okay. So another just random question that I just thought of it's your last meal on earth. Oh God. What <laughs> are you going to eat? If you had to decide today, today, not that, not that today is your last. Day. No, it's not. No, we're not <laughs> not into existence, no. but last oh. meal. It is going to be something comforting, even though it is so hot here in Southern California, I am channeling all of the fall energy vibes right now. Um, so it's probably some sort of pasta dish, definitely with some like chocolate ice cream situation at the end. Um, I could eat that all day. Also, I love like, like a, like a bagel spread with like tuna fish and egg salad and Mm. tomatoes, like with chips. Like I love like a really good brunch situation too. 
I'm a big brunch girl too. Love yeah. brunch. Um, yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. So mm-hmm. if our listeners, if people are listening and they're like, I want to connect with Lainey yeah. and I want to try something, what's the best way for them to connect with you? So you can find me on all social media, but Instagram mainly at life is but a dish. TikTok, I'm just starting. We're trying that out. Um, also, hard. life is but it is hard. But it's I'm, so, I'm it's going so for fun. It. Like it's so fun to scroll TikTok. Like I, yeah. it's probably my favorite to scroll, but to post, it takes it's, so long. I know, I know. It's a learning curve for sure. Um, but Instagram, TikTok, and my website is lifeisbutadish.com. Um, and I'll send over to you. I have a, a link just for your audience um, that has a coupon code for cook with confidence. And then my top 10 recipes that are my favorite that are really simple and easy that if you wanted to try that, yay, use that link. Yay. I'll put all that in the show notes listeners, but I have four questions that I ask every single guest at the end of each episode. So I'm going to wrap up by asking you those. Um, first question is what's something that you're obsessed with right now? (sighs) It can be a food, it can be a TV show, a book, a podcast, whatever. Okay. A book, I have a book, which is so unlike me because I'm, I'm trying to be a reader, but I'm not. Um, but it's this Mel Robbins book and it's, it's actually perfect for this episode. It's called the five second rule. And it's Ooh. all about, it's so good. I'm obsessed with literally obsessed with it. Um, it's all about like five, four, three, two, one, and just going and making a change, making a decision, trying something new. So check it out. It's really I, good. I will check that out. Um, okay, perfect. That is a very good, like tie in to the episode. Yeah. Way, way to go. Call back. <laughs> I call didn't it. even do that on purpose. A call back, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Second question is what's something that you're really looking forward to in the rest of this year, 2022? Um, I am looking forward to kind of getting back to basics with my business Um, I started just all focused on my blog and then I kind of branched off into course creation and then COVID hit and everything was just kind of turned upside down. And now we're kind of getting back to where I was. So I'm really excited about just getting back in the kitchen, connecting with my audience and creating more recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the basics. I, I, I feel like is kind of what a lot of people learned from the pandemic Mm -hmm. because like i I don't know about you, but when the pandemic hit and my, and you're an entrepreneur, like you have to scramble to almost come up with different avenues of business in order to stay alive. (laughs) And so, um, literally. And, um, so yeah, it is kind of nice. Like now that everything's like easing back into more of like non-pandemic life to, yeah get back to those, or we kind of learn like what is important to us in business and in life. And just to get back to the basics in that, I, yeah, I agree. For with sure. that. Um, okay. Third question is what's something that you really love about yourself? Hmm. I am a wonderful teacher. So I, I really know I taught first grade. And so I really, I love it, but also I'm able to really break things down in an approachable way that, that again, builds confidence. So it's all about building confidence for kids, for adults, whatever it is, um, and do it in a way that empowers people. So I would say being a teacher is kind of my superpower. I love that. And no one's ever (laughs) answered like that before. I love that. 
Um, final question. Um, yeah. if you could leave our listeners with like one little post-it note nugget of truth to stick on their mirror or their computer today, what would that be? I would say trust your gut, trust your intuition and just list like to block out the noise and just go within and listen to what your heart and what your gut is telling you because I just find it's really rare that that will ever steer you wrong. And it's always gonna, it might not take you the path that you were expecting, but it, it always goes in the direction that was meant to be. So go Amen. with your gut. Amen, girl. Yeah. Well, it was so good talking with you, Lainey. And again, listeners, I am going to link all of her um, links in the show notes with that um, discount for y'all. And um, thank you so much, Lainey, for yeah. talking with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, listeners, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Whoa.